on with the show. What's going on, everybody? It's another episode of the often imitated, never duplicated Voices of Misery podcast. And of course, I am one half of your dynamic duo, the nerds. I am the nerd, and you are. Nerdette. How the hell are you today? It is Wednesday, hump day. Your first couple of days back in school are under your belt. How you feeling? Fine, man. <laughs> Do you I'm learn fine. anything? Doing variables in math. Oh, fuck. So, at least she's getting it. You were dreading it, weren't she, you? She's, she's understanding it. Fuck. And I'm sitting there like, mm, At least the one that's th- supposed to get it is we, getting it. <laughs> I could see myself just bowing right out of the bedroom real soon. Jeez. I'm, I'm not going to be able to help much longer, man. Is she understanding it, or is it? Or are you just there for moral Well, because I'm kind of making it fun for her. They're, mm. like, subtracting on one side. you got to subtract on the other side of the stuff. And so when one mm. side goes away, like, I like I make a big deal out of it. And she's laughing. Uh, and if you make a big deal out of a word or a problem, then she, like, she can get it. Mm-hmm. So she's starting to pick it up now. It, it, we've been doing it for a few days. But other than that, like, whatever. Yeah. I don't know. Well, it's Wednesday. Fucking school, man. It just, it just means that mm-hmm. Sammy's going to be starting next week. Yeah. And it's going to be the club again, and I'm going to have to fucking walk my ass all the way the fuck over there again. I was just going to so, say, it's Wednesday, man. You're halfway through the week, so it's, it, mm-hmm. are you used to the schedule yet, or is it still going to take some time? Oh, yeah, time? This, is, this, is, this is a schedule. I can, I can do this. There is a break. It's just a pain in the ass. It's constant. Do this class, and then sit down for an hour, and then go and do another one, and blah, 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 trying to get shit done. Like, trying to fucking cook and do shit. Like, I'm like, <laughs> that's a pain it in the sucks, ass. Huh? That's it a pain sucks. in the ass, yeah. but whatever. Jeez. She's liking it, so... Well, that's all that matters. And the other one goes back next week, just like you were Monday, saying. Monday, yeah. I don't know about the whole... Because uh, last year, I know you were doing the whole, uh, like, walk mm-hmm. to pick her up when I was working. On, like, it was like every other Wednesday or some shit like that. We had to, every Wednesday. It was, it was every Wednesday. Fucking A. We had to go pick her up from this um, like club she was doing. We don't know if that club's happening this year. Are you going to push her to do it again? Or are you going to... I have not pushed her to do it. <laughs> I'm like, only do if you want to do it. Don't be doing it to hang out with friends. Like, like, don't make me walk and sweat my ass off. Just to hang out with your friends. You could do that anytime. Yeah, Yeah, we can. We we can plan for that. You know. You want to actually be in a club? Okay, I I can get behind that. But so we'll see. Well, it's Wednesday and it's the 16th, which means we're right there, man. We're past the midway point of August here. We are turning the corner here. I mean, we're already halfway through this fucking month. I'm interrupting you, but let me get back to that. I walked every Wednesday. Like two miles mm-hmm. there and back, right? I th- actually, I think it was three miles. I think it's a mile and a half because you got to go all the way or the hell around and whatnot. Every Wednesday, you think I lost anything? No, because you come home and drink a beer. <laughs> <laughs> it was nothing. You come home and drink a fucking beer. Did that that just completely erases all? all the progress. Came back home, had a soda, had a beer, and like yeah. It, that, yeah, so. That didn't help me for nothing. I mean, I already said that I wasn't going to give any kind of, like, advice or anything on the show as far as losing weight because people are, are, are crazy. I mean, there are some people out there that still to this day will be like, hey, how'd you lose all that? Yeah. 
I didn't do it the right way, but this is something that I, I will give out information wise for free. Now, if you're doing like exactly what you said, where you're going out and you're walking three miles a day, which is great. That's a great thing. But well, that's not, not going to lose. That's not going <laughs> to lose any weight if you're coming home and fuck it up, you know. I'm not changing what I eat and drink. Yeah. So I guess like it's so basically that was just a waste of my damn time. Burn more calories than you're taking in is the moral of the story here. That's no. I mean if that that's what people want to learn how to do. That's the tried and true method. That's it works. too much damn work. It is. It's a lot of work. It really is, man. It, it becomes second nature when you're just... Well, I don't like it. Yeah, I, I am stubborn. That's all right. So, so, Jesus, you're talking to me, Mr. Mm -hmm. Fucking Stubborn. What else is going on over there? Nothing. Nothing. You watch I, anything? No. No. Although, you know what? I've been, watching, I've been watching the live feeds for Big Brother. And let me tell you, it's, it's getting good because the house is fucking really? flipping this week. I come out there and it looks like you're a fucking security guard at Target that's looking like you're watching a bunch of mini screens. <laughs> oh, no. I'm like, expect you to pull out a well, flashlight so and ask you why I'm going to the kitchen. I, I listen to the live feed update every morning from this one podcast. He, he does a good job with recapping everything that goes on the day before. And uh, and I'm like, oh, this is going to be a fucking boring week. But he mentioned that like there's talk going around that the, the vote is going to flip. And I'm like, oh. And this is when the house gets good. Mm -hmm. Like when people start like being really fucking sneaky. And they're going to flip the house without letting the person in charge know. So then I started, I watched a lot yesterday. I'm like, oh, Thursday's going to be good. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, although I didn't watch any of it today. Today's Wednesday, so it could have flipped back. But... I love when like stuff like that starts changing because you think it's going one way and then it, someone has an idea and they're like, no, we're not doing that. Oh, jeez. Give me all of that because that, that, that show, creates man. drama. Yeah. Give me all the fucking drama. Do they charge a subscription fee to watch those cameras? Because they no, should. They used to. Back in the day, like when Big Brother first started doing uh, live feeds, you had to pay a monthly subscription or whatever. Yeah. It's like and, you uh, give them the dumb shit on TV for free and the, the eliminations well, and all the juicy shit. I guess you consider Paramount Plus gives it to you if you have Paramount Plus. So mm. you do pay for that. But this year they put it on Pluto TV, which is free. Mm. But you'll have commercials. You'll have ads. we so, got to figure something out about that, too. Paramount's we had a free year subscription. It's coming up in October. I know. We have to merge it back to our Showtime. To Showtime. Because I, I even though it's free, I'm sick of the fucking ads. I, I prefer know. before when we were paying for it. No fucking ads. Give me Mm-hmm. So at least you're having a good time with the Big Brother. Was yeah, I was doing the live feeds for this season. Then um, when nothing was happening, I was watching an old All-Star season, which is cracking me up. The the two dumb fucks in there, like they're hilarious. The yeah. uh, Dr. Will and Boogie, they crack me up. Which will do two of them will never fucking come back because... The, yeah. I'm like, I know that they hate each other, and I can't remember why, and I know it was a big deal, so I went and Googled it. The The one dude was stalking the other dude, I'm like, oh, okay. That happened a couple of times on a couple <laughs> different reality shows. There was a dude... Uh... A bachelor, too, right? Remember no, that one? no, no. There was another guy stalking another guy. It was um, fucking A. It was one of those reality shows. I think it was like Season of Love or some shit. Where they were trying to get that one girl, the big titties. What the fuck was her name? Um, I Love New York or something. There was some white dude. Oh. And another yeah. white dude. And those two were like joined at the hip. And, and it turned out the one guy was like obsessed with them. We watched one yeah. of those. Like after him, like, what? 12 pack? And what the hell was the other guy's name? Because you know they had like fake names. Mm -hmm. And they were going by like these nicknames. And 12 pack and this other guy, this like little tiny Italian dude. And the little Italian guy was like obsessed with them. And there's something weird came out of that. Yeah, it was because the two of them on Big Brother, like back in the yeah. day, were fucking hilarious together. 
And I'm loving watching them. And I'm like, I wonder why they, they don't do anything together anymore. And I had to Google it. And I, then it, it came back to me. I'm like, oh, yeah, that was a I'm big deal. I'm sure they fucking had some falling out. I don't, know, I don't even <laughs> know who these people are. But oh, I hate God. the fact that that one person stole... One of our uh, one one of our friends from the show's nickname, and I don't like that because I could have swore I heard you say boogie, and I'm like, yeah. no, that is some bullshit. There's only one boogie, and it's our boogie, not that boogie. So fuck you. I don't you. know your boogie. I so know the one from Big Brother. So <laughs> fuck everybody. That's the only one I know. Yeah. And he's a stalker. So. <laughs> oh jeez. Well, our boogie's not a stalker. You sure? <laughs> Who is that person? Uh, she was on the show a while back, twice, a two-time you're returning champion. Me like I'm on these interviews. I don't know, I know. these people. We gotta get we gotta get you more involved. Yeah, no, I no, I'd rather not. It's hard enough to get you there now. Yeah, so no, <laughs> you no. What else you been watching? Anything else? No, nothing. Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, I did watch like the finale of Crime Scene Kitchen. Like I, I watched my regular shit, but oh. nothing, nothing big or anything like that. Mm. No movies or anything. They do have a new. Um, Documentary on Elvis on Paramount Plus, and, and I'm like, and I they, but we see, can write the fucking documentary I, at this point. I was looking at it yesterday, and I'm like, oh, it's probably good, but I'm like, I can't learn anything else. I mean, <laughs> There's nothing else to learn. How many times? I, so I'm just like, yeah, like I mean, there are things I could be watching, but I'm like, mm, I'm I've so seen, sick of Elvis shit. I love the guy. <laughs> I'm so sick of everything Elvis. I've seen every freaking documentary movie already. I don't need to watch anymore. I will watch his the movies he starred in. I, I will listen to the music until the day I die. But I'm sick of these fucking... How many documentaries? Like, the same shit. Like, who killed Tupac that comes around every three or four years? You see yeah. anything? Who cares? Same shit. Same fucking shit, man. Well, I said that when you tried to get me to watch that... Um, I can't remember what it's called, but it's on Peacock. That new Zodiac, Zodiac yeah. uh, documentary. I'm like, I, I can't. I can't watch anymore because I know everything there is to know. Unless they and say, they ha- we have definitive proof this is exactly, the guy. Exactly, I'm done. Because yeah. now they're trying to say it was multiple people. It wasn't one person. I'm like, I'm done. I don't care. Prove to me who the fuck it was. Well, and, and until then, I'm the not The thing about anymore. the Zodiac killer is he's just like cancer. They know who, who, who really killed the Zodiac people, all the victims. They know how to cure cancer, but there's more money in saying you don't know. Yeah. And just stringing the people along forever. The same thing with fucking... It's a very, it's big I mean, that's a out. very interesting case, but yeah. I know it all already. I've read books, I've watched movies, I've done all the documentaries. Okay, when a new one came out, no, thank yeah. you, I'm done. So, we'll see. Maybe I'll find something. I'm just in a, I'm in a funk, and in, in, in what I'm watching now, I'm, I'm content with. I'm good. I was out there fucking cracking up yesterday, so yeah. I'm, I'm good. I'm cont- I'm happy. I'm fucking excited for today's show. Can I just say that how excited and nervous and scared that I am? Because I don't have one topic that I picked out. And before, about two hours ago... I don't ago, know why you're nervous. That scares the shit out of me. About two hours ago, I had about four or five different things that I found that I was going to get ready for the show today. And I had everything ready to go. The format was ready to go for the ta- for the swords that I bring to the table. And then Boogie out of nowhere is like, hey, let's try something else today on the show. This is just an idea. And I'm like, all right. She's so like, I got a bunch of articles that I've been finding... Try try them out in the show. I think that'd be really really funny for you guys to try something. Just you know, blindly going into these topics. So she had a notepad that she sent over to me an email. I opened it up and I have no idea what any of these are. I, I they're just yellow links that I'm going to click on and read the fucking topic. I am horrified because our pal Boogie is on the left side of the spectrum as far as the political spectrum. And of course, I'm not on the right, but I'm kind of in the middle, calling out bullshit on both sides. So this would be an interesting one. 
It'll be really interesting show. So I'm, I'm very I nervous. Leave? I don't know if I'm going to be screaming. I'm, I'm going to be upset. I have no idea yet. So this is going to be interesting. And, uh, and, uh, and of course, Sherry wants me to let you know some stuff today, too. So it's going to be a very fun show. You know, I, I got beef with Sherry. Oh, oh, let's hear it. I got fucking beef with this bitch. I might just delete these notes. We'll do this for the whole show. I've been waiting for this forever. I can steal her back. Going to bed last night, I got pissed off. Ooh. I come into the bedroom and you're like you're talking to me about some fucking tattoo that I had no clue about, mm-hmm. right? You're like, oh, you didn't tell me Sherry got a tattoo. And I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> and you're like, yeah, she posted on Instagram. And I'm yep. like, what? Mm-hmm. The bitch didn't fucking say shit to me. This is it. She didn't say anything until like freaking seven o'clock this morning. So you brought the I had to let you know. Like, she's my best friend. Well, I don't know. Like, so yeah, there's there's a beef going on. She doesn't even know there's a beef going on. There's a beef. In all reality, <laughs> she was mine first. And Actually, you stole her wasn't. from me. So she there you wasn't. Go. And we can keep going and bringing that story back up. <laughs> no. But uh, yeah, so. Yeah. I, like that was really interesting last yeah. night. Like you knew more about my BFF than I did. Listen, I I just know a lot of stuff, man. <laughs> I, I I used to drink and I know things. So there you go. <laughs> For those fans of Game of Thrones, you may know what the hell I'm talking about there. What else uh, have been doing? No, nothing, man. Nothing. I I got days. If you didn't do anything. Oh, uh, listen, I didn't do shit. Oh wait, but what I did want to talk about. I haven't watched anything, but I listen. I I do want to talk about something that's been pissing me off lately on the fucking oh. internet, man. Now I don't do Twitter very much. I'll I'll go in there in spurts and and I'll let you know other people post shit and w- w- whatever. But fucking a man, like I was on there this morning and I was looking at things and everything just pisses me off about this fucking and it's not even Twitter anymore. It's X or some shit, dude. These I don't fucking like people. X. Can we just continue to say Twitter? Just, yeah, fuck it. It's still Twitter. I hate X. It's fucking Twitter. Stupid. So. These fucking idiots that are on the right wing, right? Because that's all I see are right wing stuff. Because that's, you know, like primarily the people that uh, associate with us and and us with them are normally on the right, even though I don't consider myself a right wing person. A lot of these fucking influencers, because you see posts of posts of people that like, oh, your people follow this person, so you should see their shit too. And I'm looking at some of these people. I don't follow any politicians at all. Just a couple of pundits that I listen to and just people listen to, to the show they follow, I follow them back. Now listen, man, I'm so fucking sick of this shit. You see people that are elected officials, all they go on Twitter and bitch like fucking high school females. It's the dumbest shit. Like, oh my God, did you see Joe Biden fall down the stairs? LOL. And you're I like... Take, I take offense f- to that. But No, but it's, but it's like you're a fucking... You're a fucking official, man. Like, you don't like this policy. Why don't you fucking do something about it behind the scenes instead of fucking talking about this shit on Twitter? They fucking bitch about everything. Oh, my God, the fucking COVID tyranny. Like, dude, that shit happened three years ago, and we dealt with it for fu- by fucking suffering through it. And, and, and we had to rely on truckers going out there and fucking stopping, you know, uh, produce and things get moved around in Canada and all the shit that happened here with the protests and the riots and whatnot. We had to rely on each other to fucking get out of that bullshit. No one else fucking helped out except for fucking Jim Jordan, another name I saw, just fucking putting some fucking blowing himself posts out there. Just like, oh my God, I can't believe these people. Like, you're the one that can do something about this. And you're fucking on Twitter bitching and getting likes. Oh, do you think Joe Biden should be impeached? Marjorie Taylor uh, Taylor Greene posts an upside down fucking flag. On Twitter, like what the fuck you you're bitching about the country being taken away, but you're in a position of power to do something about it. But you ain't doing a fucking thing but bitching. Anybody who reposts or fucking or like gets involved with that shit is just a fucking moron, in my opinion, man. These people are just going on there 
And all they do is see, oh my goodness, this fucking new policy that just happened. And they're and all they're doing, they're putting out childish fucking insults, just, just trying to be a fucking meme champion. We're fucking electing people that are good at memeing online. They're not good at fucking pushing any policies. The Democrats have us beat by fucking light years, man, because they actually get their shit through. No matter how satanic and evil it is, they get their shit handled, man. They want something done, they will make it happen. They fucking, you know, we are going to come after your kids. Before they finish the sentence, fucking months before that, they already had these books going into the fucking libraries and no one fucking batted an eye until they said something. Didn't even know about it until these motherfuckers told us what their plan was. That's how far ahead of us they are as far as like us, meaning just regular people that want to be left the fuck alone and have a decent society. The people are supposed to be fighting for us ain't doing a fucking thing but sitting there tweeting online. So I don't give a fuck about any of these people. I'm not on the left, not on the right. I just want a fucking good world to live in. So I guess you can say I haven't really been watching anything. I've been getting pissed the fuck off online. So hopefully these topics that were picked out for us today are are, are good and, and happy. Maybe they're all about cats for all I fucking know. All right. You're, so are you still watching Ray Donovan? Like how far? I'm still watching, but there's nothing to talk about. It's just how far it's, are you? Uh, season five now. Season I just started season five on that one, but there's nothing to talk about. It's it's, it's just it's it, it's a TV show. It's like you can't review a TV show every episode, you know. It, it's well, it's, no, it's I okay. I was just curious how far you had gotten. It's okay. It's not one of my favorite shows, but it's not a show that I hate. It's it's a it's a good show. I would recommend it to people to watch it. It's not something I would ever rewatch. It's a decent show though, and uh, of course, um, what's his name? I was going to say John Lovitz. The fuck, <laughs> John Lovitz, uh, John Voight. I, I think he's great. He's Love still still on the show, and I, every time he gets into some kind of shit on that show, I'm crossing my fingers like, please let this man live. I don't care how bad he screws everyone over, let him live because he is the only thing. If he wasn't on this show, I would have stopped a long time ago. He is that good yeah. in this role on this show. He is funny. He never gets old, and normally I hate characters that keep making the same mistakes. And keep getting taken back in by the group because it's like, all right, what's the, what's the, what's the, to kill this person off with him? I'm like, damn it, I hate the fact that he's being taken back in, but I love him, so it's like, I that's my conundrum. Otherwise, I haven't been doing shit. I'm actually looking forward to getting rid of this show and being done with it so I can watch some other things because it's like, it's, it, it is a good show. I don't hate it. It's just, you don't like watching one thing. I, yeah, I start getting antsy unless it's a special show. And this show is not special. It's not. I mean, oh, it was for me. I loved it. Yeah, I, I know you loved it. It's not a special show for me. Some of the characters I do like, I, I like the mini stories. I like the one brother who I don't like. I like his storyline. The one who's got like this kid, he's teaching how to box. He took him off the street and that, that, that's starting to blossom into a storyline. I like that. And I like the old guy. That's about it. Mick. Otherwise, the rest of the people, are the, the kids are fucking awful. Yeah, the kids are the worst. Both of them are just fucking stupid. Why do they do that to kids on shows, though? It's multiple shows that have done yeah. the same shit. Like, the kids are always whiny little bitches that you mm. want to punch in the face. You want to punch the kids in the face. I'm not a fan of writers like, that oh write about God. shit they don't know about. It's like, why? Why? Yeah. I mean, either <laughs> the writers of these shows have really bad kids because they're bad all parents, the t- <laughs> or they don't have kids at all and they just don't know how to write for them. It's like, Jesus Christ, you can't have a really good child in, yeah. in a show. Like, I, I don't understand why that's so hard. I mean, seriously, if, if I was to write a TV sitcom, it'd be the most boring sitcom ever because I'd base it off of our life and it would just be like, hey, this is just an American family that had really good kids. Yeah. But nobody wants to see that. They want to see those shows no where the kids are like, dad, fuck you, dad. I'm going to go grab your gun and I'm going to go shoot my friend. <laughs> All right, son. 
Just go to your room without supper, and the kid breaks out, and you're like, oh, where did her son go? And like, what the fuck with these people, man? No one reacts like this. You motherfucker, you better shut the fuck up and go to your fucking room. That's what I want to see in a TV show. And the kids say, yes, sir, or yes, yeah. ma'am, and go, just do it. Mm-hmm. Every kid has to be this fucking bratty fucking kid. Yeah. So yeah, Ray Donovan is it is a good show. I don't hate it. I just don't love it. It's not it's not special at all. Like it's not a supernatural. It's not a Vampire Diaries. Where I could watch all day long and have a good time watching it. After a while, I'm like, fuck with this show. It's almost over yet. You know, I'm like, Jesus fucking Christmas with these people. But other than that, but like, I mean, I'm I'm just like that with a lot of things. It has to really be something special for me to like really want to watch it. Like if this show died tomorrow, if for some reason Showtime took it off the app, I'd be like, all right, that sucks. Would I go to the free app to, or like the free websites to finish it? I'd probably wait for it to come back on Showtime, and then by then I'd forget about it. it it's that kind of a show for me. It's not. It, it is. It is a good show. I don't hate yeah. it. It's just not. It's not special. It isn't. I'll right. tell you what is special. What? Days of the week. Okay. August sixteenth. <laughs> you piece of shit. Well, you got something else you want to add? No, I was trying to get to the days of the week. No, I'm trying to pitch it to you. August sixteenth is National Roller Coaster Day and True Love Forever Day. August 17th is National Number 2 Pencil Day and National Black Cat Appreciation Day. Okay. There you go. Oh, and guess what? What's up? It took a week. It took a week. But I was walking through the house and I peeked out the window and there was this little finch on my freaking bird feeder. It took a fucking week. And I'm like, oh my God. And I stood still (laughs) because I didn't want Mm -hmm. my shadow through the window to freak it out. And it flew off and it took about two more hours and then they all came. We was like, motherfucker, they're back. (laughs) I just knew that one bird to land there and Mm -hmm. they all, all the cardinals, everyone came back. And I'm like, oh, thank God they finally fucking found it. Well, they probably had beat. I'm surprised there wasn't shit all over the backyard from them just being like, fuck you guys. We're just going to shit bomb your house. Well, the first couple of days, they kept like going up to the screen. They were going on the, the fence. like they, they were going on the pole. They were like all around the area where right. it was. And I was so upset that they couldn't figure it out that it was in the front. Can you imagine if like homeless people were outside of a building, right? And they just gathered there every day. And then all of a sudden, a rich person it's, showed up at yeah. that building and was like, I'm going to give each one of you a $50 bill. For free, and they got a fifty dollar, and they showed up the next day, gave a fifty dollar bill. Those homeless people will go from gracious to expecting that shit real mm-hmm. soon, and they be nasty. Wait, where's the rich guy? He ain't here today. Where's my fifty fucking dollars? Where's my money at? That's what these birds remind me of. Like, where? Where's my bird feet? We put that out there to be nice, and you motherfuckers are out there searching my backyard. You're looking through windows for it now. I, I felt so bad. I'm like, they're out there starving. They're all chirping, yeah, waiting for the deep. fucking food. Mm-hmm. And it, they have no idea that I just moved it a little bit away. So that's it. But they oh, found it today, so I'm happy. I'm happy for you. You got your fucking Look, it, it made my fucking day. So oh, it, it's, it's a little things, man. I don't have a feeling today's going to be a vintage podcast. <laughs> <laughs> These are all going to be fucking cat and loving stories, I guarantee. I watch, hope so. Watch this be a fucking Joe Biden's the greatest president of all time fucking things. How okay, much... I'm out. No, I'm, I'm out too. I've already said I'm not reading this. If, if it's going to... I can't. But listen, today is the 16th of August, which means someone out there is celebrating a birthday. And this is a special Florida man, Voices of Misery birthday present for you. This Florida man is a real piece of shit. I use the word man in Florida man very loosely here because this guy used a toddler as a human shield to fend off police dogs after keeping his child captive in an attic for four hours. From police dogs, man. The police dogs could have <sighs> fucked that kid up. Yeah, um, dude, police because dogs. Because the dogs don't understand. Like, they just yeah. know that they're trying to get to this criminal. Yeah, they don't, they don't know who the criminal is. Oh. So a Florida man with a lengthy criminal history was arrested this week after allegedly using a child as a human shield during a standoff with sheriff's deputies. 
Lawrence Keyhart, 39, was taken into custody early on Tuesday morning on charges including child abuse, false imprisonment, and resisting arrest, and made record show. He was detained after Brevard County Police responded to an alleged violation of a no-contact order at a home in Titusville around 7.30 p.m. the previous night. The situation had escalated after the suspect was spotted outside the home, which reportedly belonged to a friend. After he was seen by deputies at the residence with a young woman and child, he took the kid, fled into the residence, and entered the attic of an unfinished garage. Deputies chased, but he refused to leave the room. Police said he exposed the child to excessive temperature and nails that protruded from the ceiling, walls, and floors. They repeatedly attempted to negotiate with the man, asking him to release the child and surrender. He refused, staying inside the small attic for four hours. When a canine unit arrived, he, helped, he held the toddler as a shield from law enforcement. Motherfucker, man. He, he, he tried to use the child in a negotiation. When he didn't get what he wanted, he just held on to the child until the police were like, hey, man, we got to fucking get this kid. By any means, this guy's not playing ball. So they did get the child. The child wasn't hurt. Uh, they did get him without any incident. Now he's being uh. held. So This is one of those stories that could have gone the other way, so I'm glad it didn't, man. This guy's a piece of fucking garbage. This child, like, I thought it was his child at first, but it was just some random fucking kid that he grabbed. That's awful. Motherfucker, man. Well, thank God that kid was alive, and uh, holy shit, let's get to it here. We got some special things to talk about, but before I do, I know I'm going to get roomed out for this one. Our friends over at Bilt Bar really loved your segment, Days of the Week. Listen, man, I'm fucking nervous. Today's going to be an interesting show. I don't know what the hell to expect here, but I do know to expect this. Bilt Bar really loves your fucking segment. They wanted me to let everyone know out there to get nostalgic because New Animal Cookie Puff is on sale right now at Built.com. And you can use your code VOMSHOW to save 15% and get free shipping on any order. This is packed with 17 grams of protein, 150 calories, and a mere 7 grams of sugar. It's your ultimate snack, buddy. Try it now for taste adventures that will make your taste buds roar. And we do have a first-hand review oh, of the Animal Cracker Cookies. I forgot who that was. Oh, you there's, forgot. There's a beef there. I, I... Oh, there is beef with your biff. <laughs> I'm kidding. She loved them. She liked them, though. Does she really? Yeah. Oh, that's, well, that's awesome. <clears throat> they look amazing, man. They're, they're pink and they're they very do. cute. They do. They're pretty, yeah. They're, they're very cute. They got little sprinkles. It looks like a little child made them, but they are made by the finest chocolatiers <laughs> in the world at Built.com. Oh, I'm Just fucking worried here. I'm fucking worried here. All right, I'm clicking the first one, and we're going to see what it says here. All right, so we normally do two, so I'm going to click the first two here on the list, and we'll see. Entire police department... <laughs> Resigns in Minnesota City, leaves the mayor blindsided. I saw this, I saw this, this mm. morning. Goodhue, Minnesota, a small city in the southeastern part of the state, lost its entire police force after the chief and other members of the department handed in their resignation. I think we're all a little bit blindsided by it, but we're resilient and we're going to move forward, Goodhue Mayor Ellen Anderson Brock told Fox 9. I want to reiterate that we will have police coverage in the city of Goodhue, Puck said. That is not an issue. Police Chief Josh Smith, who will continue to serve in his position until August 24th, told City Office... That's a good day to quit anything, man. Fucking August 24th. Who the fuck? I wonder what day that is. I wouldn't even want to be alive that day. (laughs) If I had a time machine... I hate that date so much. If I had a time machine, I would go back in time, and I would cause something to not happen. That did happen that day. I I think you would need to go nine months before that. I've daydreamed about it. (laughs) A certain doctor wouldn't make it to work that day. Oh my god! Well, you it would it would still happen. You have to get <laughs> nine months before that. Nine months before. Oh my god! Would that be a fucking mess? I mis- <laughs> doc, I miscalculated. Doc, this has been three weeks now. We have zero applicants and I have zero prospects. 
You know how babies are made, don't you? Oh, God. <laughs> I've called every PD around for the youngest guys out there. Getting into the game. There's nobody getting into the game. If you want the PD, and this is something we want to continue going with, something needs to change dramatically and drastically, and it's got to happen now. So uh, one good city council officer, Chris Schmidt, he praised the police force for maintaining law and order in the city. He says, I can probably speak for everyone when I say that they provided excellent safety and ser uh, servicing uh, security to our community. And the small town policing that they did, we want that back. So these people are begging for the cops to come back. In a well, place. pay them more. That's what they were asking for. You weren't doing yeah, it. They wanted so more they pay. all fucking quit. Good for them. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's, it's a small funny. town, right? It's, it's, I believe it was like only a thousand people live there yeah. or something like that. Like, it's, I mean, pay these motherfuckers, man. Mm -hmm. They are keeping your streets safe. I don't understand it. Mm -hmm. uh, like, them and, and fucking teachers. Just fucking pay them. I, I just I, I just don't. I don't know. Good well, for them for all fucking quitting. Now, now what? Now what the fuck are they going to do? Bring in police officers from the neighboring town? This is pretty funny, though, because this is happening. This is the largest city in Minnesota, Minneapolis. This is the site of one of the most important policing stories of the last decade, where George Floyd, remember in 2020... The last, the, the last ex-Minneapolis police officer to be convicted in the 2020 death of George Floyd received the sentence of four years and nine months on August 7th. Before the sentencing was decided, uh, two Thou took time to talk about Jesus, recalling how while distressed in prison over the false narrative surrounding the case, he was reading the Bible. So good for him, man. He found he, he found God in, in, uh, in jail, but I think the bigger story here is that he went to jail for something he shouldn't have gone to jail for. And the fact that in this place where they were saying, fuck the police, the scene of the crime, the quote-unquote crime where George Floyd was quote-unquote killed by the police, even though it wasn't police that killed him, it's the drugs in the system, and how fucking stupid he was to put himself in that position in the first place. There you go. Now they want the police back. What do you think? you think this is a case of irony? you think we're going to see more of this in these shithole fucking areas where they just hated the police, now they're going to start begging for them to come back? Yeah, I don't know, man. And that's what happens. You get rid of the law and the order. You lose law and order. It becomes law like fucking deadwood. That's what it turns into. Yeah. I, I don't know. I, I, I don't know why anyone will want the job at this point anymore. Mm -hmm. Anyways, you get in trouble for everything. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I, I couldn't. It's not a job I could ever do. I know that. Imagine being told, like, hey, this is your job, but you can't do any of it. Yeah. I mean, your job is to serve and protect people, but you can't actually protect like, remember them. Remember the one that dragged, the, had to drag the woman out of the back of his car because she refused yeah. to get out of the car? And she's like, you're going to have to drag me in there. So he did. And got in trouble. And he got in trouble. Yeah. And it's like, what, do you, what did you want him to do? Okay, she's just going to sit in my car for forever. By law, I have to wait here <laughs> until your tantrum is finished, ma'am, or until you fall asleep I or couldn't. just give up. Dude, I couldn't. It's a job I just couldn't. You don't get paid enough. I, I couldn't deal with the stress. I couldn't deal with the fucking crazy people. I just couldn't. I would be a cop if they said, hey, listen, you guys have full control and full power. You have to keep, I mean, you, you can't abuse it, so we're still going to keep the body cams on you running at all times, obviously. But, hey, if there's a situation, we're going to use common sense rules when it comes to policing. If this woman's in the back of your car screaming and saying she won't do it, yeah. after three times, you put your hands on her, you throw her the fuck out, you crack her teeth, you make her fucking do it. <laughs> That's and, hey ma'am, he broke my mouth. Who's gonna pay my doctor's bills? You bitch. We got you here on camera saying no three times. You're kicking your feet. You're spitting on officers. You're fucking trying to attack them. This is what happens to you. People like this need to be made example of. You need to be made example. If you're a fucking criminal and you attack the police and the police have to restrain you and put you down and then you sue the police and win money, what is that gonna? What kind of example is that gonna set to all these other people out there? Oh, I can go fuck with the police and get a payday. That's what they're going to start doing. 
You got to set an example. It's the same thing with fucking raising kids. I wonder how this went down, though. Did everyone just, like, all at once just turn their badge in? Like, this, all at once, just one after the other in a long-ass Oh, ass this was line. coordinated. This, this isn't cops resigning. Or did this they is all them. just not show up to work? This is strike. This is a strike. This is what this is. That's just, that's hilarious to me. And I think police are a union, too. and The union doesn't do shit for them. They're like, man, you guys, are, you guys, this is your fucking job. Just do it. Yeah. You know? All right, the next one here is going to be interesting. There's a feminist medical school professor who says trans kids identifying as minotaurs are part of their gender revolution. Okay. Never fucking heard of this before, so let's find out. A California hospital executive, of course it's California, and professor claimed children can identify as a mythology-inspired creature and claim that this category of children love mermaids, according to a presentation reviewed by Fox News Digital. So if you love mermaids, if your child says, Mom, I really like mermaids, immediately you have to call them a minotaur and get their body parts cut off because that's what they identify. Of course, right? I mean, that's just the way it is now. Well, I love mermaids. Well, I guess you were misgendered many years ago and your parents did but you I a also disservice. But know that they're not real. <laughs> no. There was a sighting. Another fucking sighting. It was on the front page of World Star Hip Hop. Some dude said he saw a mermaid. <laughs> and people are all over it. has fucking hundreds of thousands of views. Yeah, well, people also think they saw the Loch Ness Monster. So people think they see the. People think they're seeing UFOs. I like. I, mm. There are some people that think the world. I mean, mermaids would be cool. Is it encased in ice? There's so many things in the fucking ocean, but I think we would have yeah. seen them by now. I mean, to be honest with you, I don't give a fuck. If there could be 10 million mermaids in the ocean, and you know how that changes my life? Not at all. It, my life will be the same tomorrow as it is today if there's mermaids. I don't mermaids. think they would be as good looking as they are on, like. They'd you know, be fucking hideous. Yeah, they'd be disgusting and scary because they got to be all the way the hell down because we've never seen them. I mean, they're not going to come out looking like fucking Angie Everard, exactly. man. What the fuck <laughs> these people are thinking? They're going to be like all deformed yeah, and weird looking. This depends if they are hot though, man. It's, but the thing is, no matter what they look like, there will be someone wanting to fuck it here and because that's the way men are, man. That's true. I've seen some real life mermaids walking around the fucking beach as horrific as we're describing them now. Mm-hmm. But anyway, Diane Irzhoff, uh, she supports a gender revolution, is the director of mental health and she, she's the person in charge of mental health and chief of psychology at the UCSF Benioff Children's Hospital Gender Development Center. So this is the person they assigned. And those are her credentials. How the fuck did she get those credentials? The same way Kamala became the vice president. And she's also a professor at UCSF School of Medicine. The developmental and clinical psychologist specializes in pediatric gender affirmative care for transgender and gender expansive patients. A position I don't think she aspired to be as a child. I think this is just created and given to her because she bows to the fucking ideology they have here. So her biography page reflected that Erin uh, Saft, I, her fucking name is weird, uh, focuses her research on how genders before puberty develop as well as the mental health effects of puberty blockers and cross-sex hormones, which are part of chemical sex changes on children. So she's basically saying that children can be minotaurs, and that minotaur, for those of you that don't know, is derived from Greek mythology. It was a creature which had the body of a man and the head of a bull. Yeah. I, I... My thing is no. this, man. <laughs> As ridiculous as it is to say that men can be women and women can be men, I mean, this is one that no. you should easily be able to debunk. <laughs> you're not a half man, half bull. <laughs> you, you're not. You don't have hooves. You have fingers and toes. Yeah, but you're allowed to identify as anything now. You're not a turtle. There's 50, how many? 50 you don't have how a fucking different... shell. 
<laughs> things, man. You can identify as anything you want. I mean, I I want to be a princess. You 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 could be one. <laughs> you literally could be one in real life if if if, if you found someone who was a prince. You can fucking <laughs> yeah. go ahead. No thanks. This just have you seen them? Yeah. Oh. All, I mean, they have horrible hair. Number one, you would think Propecia would be a hair, fucking option for these teeth. fools, man. Get, uh, no. Yeah. <laughs> I just I just don't get this whole fucking thing, man. I mean, you're telling people they could be whatever they want. You know you know what that is. It's just creating a you know. A word that we forgot about in the dictionary that needs to be brought back is the word no. It's the least used word in the past couple of years. People just don't say no anymore. It's You say yes to everything. Oh, I can be a fish. Yes, you can. Oh, I can do this. Yeah, oh, of course you can. I have 85 genders and I don't know which one I'm going to be tomorrow. Yeah, of course you can. Of course. You're so brave. We need to say no to people more often. There's no to this shit. Like, hey, you know what? This is how I believe life is and I think anybody should be whatever they want. Okay. Now I'm a fucking half man, half fucking beast from Greek mythology. You say fucking no, you're not. They're not going to jump off a building. Oh well, you didn't say you didn't say yes to me being this. They're probably just going to move on to the next thing. I think people are using this as a fucking crutch to get attention. That's what they're doing. I, I mean, I honestly can't imagine someone really thinking that there's something that they're not. Deep down, I just think they're looking for attention, man. It, that, that's got to be what this says. I, I I just don't I just don't know what the fuck is going. I can't. Well, a child can walk around thinking it's cool. Yeah. You know, depending on the Maybe. age. Because, I mean, children like to pretend. They do. They probably think it's so cool. Oh, I'm a, I'm a minotaur. You know? Like, and all these adults are saying yes and believing it with yeah, me. Yeah, and, and that's the problem, right? A kid yeah. can pretend, but an adult, like, over and over talking about it, like, that's just going to fuck the kid's head up. The parents lost all their fucking power. Yeah, no. They lost all their power to this make-believe bullshit, and now the parents are fucking scared to, to say the word no. They're just saying yes to everything, too. I can't even imagine what's going to happen 20, 25 years from now. Our world is going to be completely fucking different, man. I hope I'm not a part of it. I really don't want to live that long. 20, 25 years from now, like, it's all these, like, elementary uh, students are mm-hmm. just... It's... What a nightmare, because of what they're being taught in certain areas and stuff. I mean, I think about living raised. to 60 years old, 70 years old, and... 70s, 30 years away. I don't want to live that much longer in this fucking world. My one sister puts her son in a fucking dress. Like, he's three. And who was that for? Is that for the kid? No, it's, it's like, for it's her. Just, it's for like, her. Like, she's raising him that way. She he's has got, full he's control. Got, he, he's got long hair. He wears a dress. He plays, like, he, she's just forcing it on him. I just like this. That's what's is that, is that what you up. want? Is that what you want for a fucking son? That is the generation that's coming up now. Like I just but like I is, just is that know. what you want? And that poor kid has no saying. Oh look, this is the way no, he is. No, you made three. him that way. You made him that way. Mm. I'm, I'm talking about when this kid is like 15, 16 years old and is like a little awkward fruitcake. Exactly. It's gonna be. This bad. is my son. Don't make fun of him. And your son is just this fucking empty vessel of confusion. Has no idea what the fuck because you did this to him. He's going to go to school and see real boys doing boy things and be confused as hell. Is like, why did my mom do that? Well, it's he, New either, York. either he's going to grow up and, and, and see if there is some sort of fucking reality setting in the New Yorkers, maybe one day. I don't, I don't yeah. think I have no faith in New Yorkers at all. I think they're pussies, especially after the whole COVID thing. With this, I'm, I'm thinking they're just going to let this steamroll them too, and their kids going to be taken over by these fucking trans people. And, and I'm saying, man, like, it's either that boy's going to grow up and hate his mom. Your sister, because mm-hmm. of the way she's been raising him, or he's just going to be a part of the fucking problem, and he's going to have like no genitals when he's fucking twelve. He's going to get cut up, ripped apart, and another fucking wasted life. 
caused by people wanting a fucking like on X, you know? I don't know, man. He did. Poor kid's already medicated. I, I, I don't. I just. Their don't kids. Know. That kid's medicated already. Yeah, they're they're Hormones. thinking. Uh, no, they're thinking part of the spectrum. Like it's a whole fucking thing apparently in I my family why. now. So, <clears throat> anyways, let's move on from that. I just yeah. like. I, yeah, I just. I'm. I'm afraid of what the world's gonna be like in twenty, thirty years. This is a. This is a really quick one that I thought was funny. A California driver was pulled over on Bay. Uh, on a Bay Area highway. After being spotted using a carpool lane while their only passenger was a mannequin dressed in a hat and sunglasses. I love when these stupid stories come up. Mm-hmm. Usually it's around Halloween and it's a fucking skeleton. But this person like went the whole nine yards dressing this fucking mannequin up. CHP uh, Marin posted a photo to its Facebook uh, story showing the mannequin in the back seat of a car while dressed in a straw hat, sunglasses, facial hair, overalls. And a shirt that gave the illusion of a sleeve and torso tattoo. Like, this mannequin was all dolled up, man. <laughs> Completely. That moment you get pulled over for a carpool violation and your passenger in the back chooses to remain silent, the post said. <laughs> <laughs> CHP uh, spokesman, Officer Daryl Horner, said Officer Susan Withers of the Marin Division was on Highway 101 when she spotted the unusual passenger. Uh, Something didn't look right, she told the Times. Uh, She made the stop, and lo and behold, the passenger in the back wasn't moving or saying anything. The carpool violation carries a $490 fine. If it was in the back seat, though, how how did you spot that? I guess, I I, I don't know. How do you spot that if it's in the back seat? That's tough. You really can't the, see shit. The mannequin is completely dressed with facial hair and every, like just. Mm. How did you? And when you're driving, you're going you're going at a decent speed. You're not yeah. crawling. Yeah. You know, you're not going super slow. So I just like I'm shocked that she was able to spot that out. I guess some people just have that ability to to pinpoint things at a fast rate because I mean, if I'm driving down the road and I just happen to look over at the car next to me, I don't notice any features of the person. All I see is a blob, and I keep going. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like this is That's weird. Crazy. Uh, people get creative, though. Yeah, it's they do. usually around Halloween. But th- this one was funny. They, they, this person just dressed it all up. This cop must have seen this before, <laughs> or maybe seen this person before. and was like, "That's a fucking mannequin. That's got to be a mannequin." Every day, same outfit. I, I, I don't know. They, some cops are just better than others. I guess I don't know. Oh God. And some parents are better than others. And sometimes a parent needs to help out their child like this one here, where this mother was charged after incomprehensible text reveals she helped her son plan a deadly Florida shooting. What the fuck is wrong with people? We're about to find out, man. The mother of a man accused of murder in a Florida panhandle is now also behind bars after police discovered text messages allegedly showing her help plan the shooting death of a woman working inside Home Depot. Keith Aggie, 20, was arrested by the Escambia County Sheriff's Office Friday afternoon in connection with the deadly shooting of 18-year-old Brooklyn Sims hours earlier at the home improvement retailer on Davis Highway in Pensacola. Police did not share the relationship between Aggie and Sims, but we can assure you that they're fucking. The Pensacola news outlet WEAR said the two have a two-year-old daughter together, so we were right. The Sheriff's Office revealed Monday night that Aggie's 50-year-old mother, Sheila, was involved in planning the attack. It's always a woman named Sheila, too. Some bitch named Sheila, man. <laughs> According to the text messages, it's clear that Keith Aggie's mother, Sheila Aggie, knew and participated in the plan to kill Brooklyn Sims. Additionally, text messages between mother and son highlight the mom's involvement in helping locate the victim. 
The department released the alleged text messages between the mother and son on his Facebook page, claiming they took place right before Sims was shot and killed. So you want to hear what these fucking text messages say? Oh, God. The following conversation was made public by the Escambia County Sheriff's Office. It very much contains explicit language and violence. Uh, this is it. This is from Keith. Shit ain't do none but cost me money and gave me a N-word. I'm fucking just shoot her like I hate that for my daughter. But like I said, I can't take it. I-D-G-A-F. No, no mo. No. That's these are his words from the text Stop. message. Like can we can we please go back to English? The mom says okay. And then she replies. She could understand that. Don't worry, she says okay again. Okay, I'll call you and tell you, MF. If you want to go to jail, I'll tell you when we get close, but if you don't come kill her, you a MF bitch. Oh my god, that's a mom? Yes, and the mom continues listen, you, you gotta listen to all these text messages. Don't call Nanny and tell her she will try and talk you out of it, the mom goes. And he replies back, Ian, even gone, tell her why I left. I'm just say I gotta go to the dentist. Sheila says, don't even go there. She won't know you left. Don't shoot at my MF car. I don't want to die. Keith says, I'm not. Sheila says, wait till I put her out. Oh my God. Keith replies back, I, I was gone. Wait till she got out. Sheila replies back, Okay. <laughs> Keith replies back, Buh, there's another thing. If she don't get out that car, mama, and I have to drag her out or can't, I'm going to ask you step out because I'm open the door. Just shoot her. Mom replies back, as long as you don't shoot me. Oh, my God. So, anyway, there's just more of this stuff. And it's just basically the mom implicates herself. And there's a lot of text messages. And she implicates the fuck out of herself. Do what you got to do. We're going to kill this person together. They even plotted it out together. He was arrested Friday, shortly after the shooting, in charge of aggravated battery and homicide. And they got the mom as well. They're both in jail with no bond. Yeah, man. I mean, I understand wanting to be there for your kids. I'm sure this kid is going through some hell with this woman. And you know how the story goes. She got her pregnant. Doesn't want to pay child support. The mom is like, that's my baby. You're trying to take advantage of my baby. Yeah. And then the fucking... And I guarantee you this girl that got killed was like, all I want is some fucking help. And they fucking killed her. And now mom and son are in jail, and guess what? This baby's an orphan. That's awful. Just like me. Okay, let's not be ridiculous. <laughs> That's fucked up. It is fucked up. What do you think about this story? I don't know. I guess it's messed up. I'm glad they uh, they both got in trouble. Well, they're spending time together, at least. You know, like a mother and son should, and it's good to know that your they're mom has They're not spending time together. Well, they're going to be spending time yeah. apart. But they're going to be doing time for something they did together. Yes. All right, so here's one for you. Let's see what this one is. Bank app glitch allows customers with no funds to withdraw cash. Sounds like a fucking dream come true. So this glitch allowed customers with no money to transfer the equivalent of up to $1,090.20 into a Revolt digital account that could be withdrawn via an ATM. News of the glitch spread like wildfire with people around the Republic of Ireland lining up to ATMs under the presumption that they would have access to free money. The bank warned customers that the money would be taken from their accounts if they would draw money over normal limits and would be treated as an overdraft. Yeah, are they that stupid? Yeah. If you're I mean, desperate... It, it, nothing is... It will never have free money. They're, they're going to get that money back somehow. Somebody figured this out by accident. They were like, dude, I just got free money from the bank. And they told someone... 
how'd you do it? And they were recreating it. Oh, shit, you did it. Let me tell someone. And it was telephone, telegraph, and then... A bunch of idiots. Yeah. Because they all owe all this money. Mm Mm-hmm. Jesus, man. So, yeah, we're working on a technical issue that is impacting a number of our services, including our mobile app and 365 online, the bank set online. We're working to fix this as quickly as possible and apologize to customers for any inconvenience that it caused. So there were such long lines, they had to call in the police in their version of the National Guard to control the crowds. So the bank became aware of this very quickly when all of a sudden people started going to that motherfucker and using the ATM. Would you partake in this if... No. No, me neither. Me no, neither. because they're going... Like, obviously it's a mistake. Yeah. They're going to catch on. Even if it was just you and you were the first mm-hmm. person, eventually the bank is going to catch on mm-hmm. and know that there's money missing somewhere. They're going to figure out where it went. Yeah. And you're still, you're going to have to pay it back. They're, they're not going to just let that go. I would be, because yeah. even if I, it, a couple of weeks went by and I didn't hear anything, like I would still be terrified because mm-hmm. it could take months before they figure it out, but they will figure it out and you're going to have to, you're not going to have a thousand dollars to pay it back at that time. And then you're going to be fucked. It just goes to show a lot yeah, of no. people have horrible impulse control. And when you find out you can do something very easily, you don't really think about the repercussions. But what are you doing a lot with of people it? Don't. Uh, spending spree buying fucking stupid shit yeah they, they probably, don't need probably went and bought shoes Ugh. I'm sure a couple of video game systems were purchased this is Ireland so I'm sure they had a couple pints you know some nasty fucking beer or pound of potatoes whatever the fuck they do down there oh fuck I don't, know what, the, I don't know what the fuck they do down there <laughs> with pound of potatoes what the fuck do they do down there in Ireland isn't that what they do they eat potatoes and drink that's what I was told by the media and the media never lied to me <laughs> what's so stupid. I don't know, man. These people are just fucking dumb. I mean, the thing is, is it's an electronic transfer, which means it can be found very easily. I think that's why they want electronic everything now, is because you can trace it. Well. This is going to be found out very easily. It's like people yeah. steal fucking cell Oh, I stole like 10 cell phones from the display at AT&T. And you're like, okay, of course they find, they find you within five minutes, you idiot. You know, <laughs> I just don't understand why people do this shit that they do, but that's why we're here. We wouldn't have a show if they didn't. God. Well. What do you got? California cops have launched a homicide investigation after a horrified mom found a woman's body wrapped in plastic in her son's room. Hmm. He's keeping her fresh. What was he keeping her for, though? Keeping the smell in, maybe. I can't even imagine being a mom and going into my kid's room and there's just this dead body wrapped on the floor. It's pretty fucking nasty, but they did it probably for the smell, right? Uh, the unidentified mother told police that she stumbled across the gruesome crime scene after walking into her son's room in South Los Angeles just after 1 a.m. Sunday to investigate a distinct gas smell. Oh, nasty. So responding LAPD officers found a 20-year-old woman wrapped in plastic. She was pronounced dead on the spot by paramedics. I would think so. (laughs) It's unclear how long the woman had been dead in the room. The victim has not been identified, and there was no immediate word on the cause of death. Police are seeking the woman's son, who has only been identified as a 26-year-old man. As of Monday morning, there was no arrest yet, so... I'm just glad the guy Wednesday knows how he know. identifies. That's always a nice thing to see. <laughs> I don't know. That's messed up, man. I can't even imagine. Like, the dude brought his work home. <laughs> he yeah. brought it home. Why? Get rid of it. He left it there, and then left the house. You can't just... That's, you left the house. I mean, I no like, one's guarding your room. When I when I live with my family, I was fucking afraid to leave a freaking cum sock on the floor. I would make sure I dispose of that thing properly. And these fuck guys leaving bodies behind. <laughs> no, 
What the fuck? And you, uh, you obviously don't live by yourself, and you left the yeah. room, so like anyone can walk in there when you're not there. That, that's bizarre. People snoop through your shit when you leave the house. That's why I wanted to get the fuck out of there as soon as I turned 18. I wanted to get away because people snoop, man. This guy was just really, really trusting of his family. This is this is the lesson. Don't trust or people, he's just, man. I mean, he did kill someone, so he could just be like completely crazy. And they just probably didn't knew he was fucked up. Fuck. They probably knew he was fucked up, man. Like, we gotta go check this motherfucker's room every time he leaves. I mean, you're living with the ticking time. If you gotta live with someone that you have to go search their room every time they leave the damn house, maybe you shouldn't be living with them. <laughs> I mean, this, I mean, like this whole circle of trust that we got in life is just really stupid. Oh God! All right, that's awful. Well, listen, Sherry. Wanted me to let you know something. Do you want to hear it? That's the question. Do you want to hear what Sherry wanted me to let you know? I suppose if she wants to keep talking to me through you, I guess that's just what we're going to have to do. Well, listen, obviously you, you know, guys I'm, are I'm having, at a loss. Yeah, guys are having some <laughs> issues right now, so I'm just being the mediator. <laughs> so she knows that you like the Blind Side movie. Listen, <laughs> it was a good movie. Great movie. I liked the movie. I loved it. Sandra Bullock was really good in that movie. Looked great with the blonde hair. I thought it was a really good film. People need to leave her the fuck alone. She has Can nothing to do with that? this. Nothing. They do. They demanded her award her get Oscar. taken away for what? What did she? She didn't do? write it. She acted great. She did. She the followed great... a script. Like she yeah. fucking knows anything about it. Like she no. took a couple pictures with these people because she was in, instructed to as part of the promotion for the film. She doesn't know these motherfuckers. She doesn't care about. And she these got people. the Oscar for acting. Yeah, she acted her ass off. It was a great movie. She earned her Oscar. Like, people need to shut the hell up. I'm telling you, I'm so sick of social media. I'm sick of people just putting I out their just, opinions I absolutely, over everything. I hate social media. And you know what? I was, I was talking about that thing earlier about people that are just figuring things out finally, right? Like how much I hate the politicians. Another thing I'm really, really despising is people that are posting things that we knew a long time ago about COVID. Oh my God, did you, did you guys know this vaccine isn't that safe? And and people are posting this stuff online as, as if they're brand new facts that we didn't know. Like the vaccine was unsafe, it was rushed, it wasn't tested. Shit like that is just driving me nuts. And, and you see all the sheep like likes, likes, and retweets. You're looking at this shit and you're like, these motherfuckers just figured this shit out. And it's it's it makes you just kind of sit back and be like, these motherfuckers, man. Like what else is going on that they're just going to find out about? But anyway, Sherry wanted me to let you know, though. I just went off a little bit there. Yeah, really. Like, like you went and changed the subject and everything. Well, you were talking about something about social media, and it just reminded because me about something that her. pissed me off about it. So. I was on topic. Hey, listen, I know. <laughs> I, I, I know. That's that's my bad. So members of, of, of the Tui family, or, and that's the family that took in him, uh, Michael Michael O'er. Or yeah. O'Hare, is that how you say his last name? I thought it was O'Hare, but I, I yeah. don't watch sports, so how, who knows? This story was all over the place. This is, I think this is the third update because there were so many of these things that happened so fast yesterday it was like it started off where they were saying that like he felt used by the family and then the family came back with a statement and then they came back with another statement saying he was trying to extort 15 million dollars from them yeah so and then he was trying to say that they were using him and it's like what because he was an athlete but the father was like already 100 100 million dollars richer because he just sold his fast food companies or some shit but then something else came out too weren't they Mm -hmm. on like some show or something and a clip was circulating I'm more inclined to believe the family because they didn't need the fucking money. They were loaded. I don't know. He, he owned like Taco Bell chains and he sold the companies for like $200 million or some shit. He's like, I don't need your fucking money. What the fuck do I need this kid for? He, I, I have no idea. It was a weird one. But anyway, the, the, the story about this was made into the 2009 film that we're talking about here, The Blind Side featuring Sandra Bullock. So on Monday, Ower filed a petition accusing 
Sean and Leigh-Ann Tui of Lyington by having him sign papers making them his conservators rather than his adoptive parents nearly 20 years ago. Sean told the, uh, the, the news that the family was devastated by the claims and said the family would dissolve the center, uh, conservatorship if Ower wanted it to. It's upsetting to think that we would make money off any of our children, he told the news outlet, but we're going to love Michael at 37 just like we love him at 16. According to Tui, the conservatorship was done to satisfy the NCAA as Ower considered Tui's alma mater, Mississippi, for college. In a statement released by the family's attorney on Tuesday, the Tui's called the claims outlandish. So, the idea that the Tui's ever sought to profit off them is not only offensive, it is transparently ridiculous, the family said in a statement. In reality, the Tui's opened their home to Mr. Ower, offered them structure, support, and most of all, unconditional love. They've consistently treated him like a son and one of their three children. His response was to threaten them, saying that he would plant a negative story about them in the press unless they paid him $15 million. So, this got really fucking ugly, man. Really fucking ugly. So he's trying to say that as part of this petition, Ower accuses the Tuies of never taking legal action to assume custody from the Tennessee Department of Human Services before he turned 18. The paperwork was filed months after he turned 18 in May 2004. He moved in with the Tuies just before his senior year of high school and says he was told to call them mom and dad. Ower says in the petition he was encouraged to call the attorney who filed the, the, the paperwork, Aunt Debbie. He alleges the Tuies had him sign paperwork and almost immediately after he moved in as part of the adoption process. He was falsely advised that it would be called a conservatorship because he was already 18, but the intent was adoption. So he's trying to say that they just cashed in on his name, but it's, it's something about this doesn't add up to me. And, it, and it's the fact that this family was already wealthy beyond anyone's wildest dreams. Because yeah. there was another article that I read, it wasn't mentioned here, but the father sold his, his fast food chains for like 200 million bucks. Obviously didn't want this fucking the, take advantage of this kid. I, I honestly would have to think that they were trying to do a good thing and they tried to help this kid out. And I don't think his career panned out the way he wanted it to and he might not have gotten the money from the blind side like he might have wanted it to because it's his story and now he's trying to look for money. I'm thinking that has to be the fucking case. Because he wasn't that good, right? He, he was he was all right. He had, he had a pretty lengthy career. I mean, you would, think oh, he'd, he? you would think he'd have his own money, but I don't think he's got $15 million money. I, I'm not sure what his net worth is. I mean, it's weird that he's suing for $15 million. It's like, you know, if everyone's doing okay, then why are you fighting? I guess there's never enough. Or maybe he's making this show because he was broke. It's bizarre. I mean, I don't know the story. All I know is this fucking movie, and I don't believe the movie. He, he, like, well, I, I, I remember yeah. liking the movie, but I don't remember anything from it. It was years I, and years ago. I remember thinking something weird was going on in the story, but then you're like, okay, you didn't really think too much of it because it showed how successful that family was. Because my first thought was, oh, they took him in because he, he's an athlete. But then you like watch the movie, and you're like, oh, wait, they were very successful. So then that also brings me back to like they were just doing a good deed. They didn't yeah. need the money. They obviously didn't need the money. They don't need the fame because with the money, who gives a fuck about fame? You got the good without the bad, you know? So like, what the fuck? I think they were trying to help this kid out, and I think he got a little bit too overzealous, and now he's just fucking biting the hand that feeds. Don't you think? I, yeah, I don't, I, I don't know, man. It just started coming out, so I'm sure there's going to be a ton more shit going on. I just typed in his net worth. It says he's worth sixteen million, but then again, when you type in anybody's net worth, it's going to be inflated. I remember that's probably guess we've had on the his show. His mansion in his car. That's, that's, yeah. his, his bank account broke. I remember a couple of guests we had on the show. We were talking about it. And I, I don't know how this came up, but they were like, "Oh yeah, I looked up my net worth, and I had people ask me for for money. I was about to ask them for money because you you look at it and it says, oh, you're worth thirty million. You're like, I've never made that much in my life. It's I don't know where the fuck they come up with it. Mm -hmm. She also wanted to let, and this is debatable. 
who she wanted to let know this. I think this was for me because you guys are beefing. So there's an estate sale that's featuring hundreds of props from the Vampire Diaries. What? Yeah. Where? Where is this? So Sherry wanted to let me know. Fuck you. Where I need to go. Listen, this bitch is really starting to, like, I'm getting pissed now. This is in Georgia, and this one came with a one-way ticket for me to go mm. to Georgia because I got to get the fuck away from you and I get the bullshit. boss of stuff. Am I stirring the pot here? You are. Am I stirring the pot here? God damn it. Why are we sitting here? We could be in the car right now, going down. Well, so this is pretty cool because diehard Vampire Diaries fans will have an opportunity to get their hands on cool collectibles and show-stopping furniture that made an appearance in the show. I wonder if we're going to get Rebecca's original face. Do you, do you okay. think they're selling that? Because Shut up. I want to know what, what's in there. Apparently they're detachable. It's all Dolph's freaking furniture, I guarantee. <laughs> uh, Peachtree Battle Estates uh, Sales and Liquidations is hosting an estate sale that will feature wardrobe and network props from shows like Gotham Knights and Vampire Diaries spinoff shows, Legacies and the Originals. Oh. Lovers of the Salvatore Brothers can cop a prop starting Wednesday. Here's your chance to prove if you're Team Stefan or Damon with the... Who the fuck is Damon? With the props you choose. <laughs> who the fuck is Damon? I, I thought I watched the show. See, today's Wednesday. It started today. The last day to get any Mystic Falls goods will be Sunday, August 20th. I don't know why we're still sitting here. The family-owned estate company, which is headquartered in Buckhead, has shared photos of what will be available during the four-day sale. The address for the sale will be announced on its Tuesday uh, website launch. There will be classroom furniture featured in shots at Mystic Falls High, rugs, lamps, and even the coffins that the Salvatore slept in for sale. No <sighs> prices have been shared. Yeah, there will be other items for sale, too. Things from the originals, which sucked, and, and Legacies, which I'm sure sucked as well. What was from the originals? It, it didn't say. It just says that there's a lot of shit, like a lot of props there. Damn That's pretty freaking it. cool, though, man. Lucky bastards. Oh, my yeah, God. You can, you can buy a coffin. That would be amazing. The coffin that you I, can buy. I would, I would sleep this. in it. That and would be fucking amazing. I would, I would lock you in it. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, I'd be like, yeah, go ahead and sleep in that coffin. And then the next thing you know, it'd be bumping and you'd be hearing music playing and we'd be in the fucking car. It's like, where am I? Oh, man. Just take a little drive down by the river. Let me yes. go. You're an idiot. There you go. That would be cool, man. So Sherry wanted to let me know. I, I wish we could be down there to go and I mean, wipe out the It's an online auction. It's an online <laughs> auction. Well, then... <sighs> I don't know. You could do it online with us, so... I wonder how much this shit is. Uh, way too much. All right. Well, McDonald's is giving its fans a chance to eat their favorite character... Uh, eat like their favorite character with its newest meal offering that includes items featured on TV shows and movies throughout the years. Known as the As Featured In Meal, customers will soon be able to order food that was featured on TV shows and movies like Seinfeld, I'm Not Rappaport, and Coming to America. <clears throat> it's not only our real-life fans who have a go-to order. For decades, our favorite movie and TV characters have, too. Morgan Flatley, Global Chief Marketing Officer and Head of New Business Ventures at McDonald's, said in a statement... <clears throat> um, the As Featured In Meal is our biggest famous order yet, celebrating the most memorable McDonald's references across the world of entertainment. The meal will include a choice of 10-piece chicken McNugget, quarter pounder with cheese, or a Big Mac sandwich, along with a medium fry soft drink and newly branded sweet and sour sauce. The popular sauce was recently rebranded to include a green wrapper to celebrate its appearance in the upcoming amazing show of Loki on Disney Plus that I am fucking so pumped for. <laughs> We're going to have to get a Disney subscription, aren't we? 
Yes. We're going to have to get our own. This is some bullshit. <laughs> Exclusively for the bre- uh, rebranded sauce, customers can watch content developed by Marvel Studios using an AR experience on Snapchat by scanning the lid. New content will be available weekly during the promotion. Additionally, customers who buy the new meal can purchase new McDonald's merch in collaboration with Palace, a London-based skate and streetwear brand. Hmm. Uh, all these places are coming out with fucking merchandise, man. Oh, too much. The fashion company will also take over the oldest McDonald's restaurant in the U.S. in Downey for a limited-time pop-up fashion experience so people can buy exclusive merchandise. It's fucking McDonald's. The pop-up store will open, um, will happen on August 18th. The meal will be part- uh, at participating restaurants worldwide beginning August 14th. So you can get the meal right now. And you can buy merchandise mm. starting the 18th. At least the merchandise is cool. But the meal is, I mean, how many different combinations of that bullshit can you fucking do? It's, it's not a special yeah, it meal. It's just a, it's just a number two. Yeah, it doesn't seem like it's uh, it's got yeah. anything special. Like, I mean, at least Grimace's birthday, you had a purple fucking shake. Exactly. This is just regular. Like, I can order this myself off the fucking menu. The fucking rapper, uh, who was it? I don't know. I don't know which one it was. They're probably dead now, so rest in peace. <laughs> but they had they had a meal at McDonald's, and all it was was like a double cheeseburger with, with yeah. large fries and, and nuggets. You're like, oh, this is your special custom? No, motherfucker. Yeah. And people were going there like they never had that meal ordered before. <laughs> I know. Oh, I've got to get the Kendrick Lamar or whatever the fuck the guy's name was. And you're like, oh, I have to get that one. You're like, that's your order every day, except for yesterday it cost you $5. Today it cost you 15 you fucking idiot. Are you that dense? But yes, if you're going to McDonald's for a freaking special meal that you saw on TV, you probably are an idiot anyway. Jesus. Well, damn, man. Yeah, I know. I'm just, I'm just full of good energy today, but... Listen, these are the last two ones here, and uh, Buggy knows how to get me going because this one is a power lifter reacting to a biological male taking women's national record. Completely unfair, they called it. This, this is what, the powerlifting one? Because there's been yeah. a couple today that I've Dude. seen. I, I saw a swimming one, too. So I've been staying away from the news. I yeah. really do. I stay away from all this <laughs> shit now. I, I don't really look for news articles anymore, so I uh, just want to say thank you to Buggy for, and, and of course, my uh, new friend, Sherry. Mm. My new friend, Sherry. Yeah. Because you don't have her anymore. Yeah, because you don't need to do your work anymore. Everyone else fucking does it for you. This is good. It's the easiest show ever. I mean, goddammit. Well, I do have one small gripe. I did have to find the asshole story because in the format that was sent to me, there was no asshole story. So if I do have one major gripe, that'll be it. And and there will be points deducted from a performance standpoint. Did the format have... Did you have to find the Florida Man too? Yes, I did. Two, so there oh, you so go. You, you did have to do a little. Good try, but maybe maybe try a little harder <laughs> next time, okay? I'm just fucking teasing here. And next time, send nothing but cat stories. No, thank you. Uh, so a competitive female power lifter responded to a record-breaking win from a transgender athlete who lifted 200 kilograms more than the second-place winner, calling it completely unfair. Bullshit. It is. Uh, April Hutchison discussed Anne Andrus, a 40-year-old trans woman, setting all-time records at the Canadian Powerlifting Union's 2023 Western Canadian Championship on Sunday. And um, I'm sure Justin Trudeau was waiting to suck this dude's dick after he, he broke the record because that's exactly... He he got divorced from his wife and was wearing like a pink suit on fucking Twitter the other day. And I'm like, yeah, this is some fucking weird shit, man. These people are just fucking weird. Hutchison has been a powerlifter with the Canadian Powerlifting Union for about four years. Uh, she said on Talk TV that, uh, that they've been fighting their federation to ban trans women in powerlifting saying that many other female fighters do not agree with it and have been complaining. 
My boyfriend could basically walk in tomorrow, identify as a female, compete, and then the next day go back to being a man again. No proof, mm-hmm. no ID required, just basically going on how you feel that day or whatever gender you want to. That's such said. bullshit. And such that bullshit. is the truth. Yeah. <clears throat> I have never in a million years, and this is the scariest thing to me about the past couple of years, is that you're you're told something and you're instantly supposed to go along with it without questioning it. It started with COVID and the vaccines. Actually, before the vaccine, it started with COVID. This thing is dangerous. You have to stay home. Just do it. You can't even, what, 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 what oh, just stay home. We'll take care of it. The vaccines come out. You have to take this. Well, what are the side effects? Don't worry. It's safe and effective. Just take our word for it. Now it's this transgender shit. This person says they identify as a female, so don't question it. Just fucking call them a female because that's what they are now. Well, do they have any proof? No, they just are because they said so. Just don't question it. That's what we're being taught now. We're being conditioned to not question anything. Just go along with this shit. I'm glad this person isn't. So Andrew's total weight lifted in squat, bench, and deadlift resulted in a final score of 597.5 kilograms, which was over 200 kilograms more than her closest opponent, the real winner, uh, Suwon Gill, who finished at 387.5 kilograms. With that, Andrew set a new Canadian women's national record at the championship, while it is also being an unofficial women's world record. Yeah, because it's a fucking man. So this is an unofficial women's world record, and it has crushed all the records this person owns now. This individual <clears throat> owns all the records. Mm. I mean, eventually, what this can turn into is a pissing contest of men turning into women to break that record because they can't break the men's record, and then eventually, everyone's going to be like, "Okay, this has gone on far enough." Then what do you do? Do you go back and erase all the bullshit that they're doing now and say, okay, we're going to give it to the real woman? Or why are we even entertaining this in the first place? You know, like, it, it's because there is, you have to ask, what's the end game here? Okay, let's say we let this shit go on like, like they have been. Eventually, we're going to get to a point where you just have to get rid of all the records so none of them count. Or you have to go back and erase all the shit that they're being allowed to set now. And then you have to ask yourself, why did we let it happen in the first place? It's, it's, that's why I say this shit is inevitable because. They're not going to go back. They're not going to admit they were wrong. They never do. They just keep forcing this shit down your throat until you accept it. They always win. They always win. They always get their way. That's why I'm saying this trans shit, all this agenda crap they're pushing, it's inevitable. I mean, we, you can fight it. These Republicans can angrily tweet about it all fucking day long because nothing will ever get done with people like that in control of it. So people were quitting the competition because they knew Andrews would be lifting. So basically this Andrews person showed up. They knew this person was showing up. The brave women that were going to give it their all showed up and competed. A lot of them just didn't even, they just quit before they even. There's just no point. There's no point. As soon as you see him, you're like, oh, we're fucked. So we might as well just go home. Yeah. I mean, Jesus. I don't know. The powerlifter has previously been accused of mocking women. The athlete said, why is women's bench so bad? I mean, not compared to me. We all know that I'm a tranny freak, so that doesn't count. And no, we're not talking about Mackenzie Lee. She's got little T-Rex arms, and she's like 400 pounds of chest muscle, apparently. I mean, standard bench and powerlifting competition for women. I literally don't understand why it's so bad. These are comments that were made by that fucking dude who just completely shit on women's sports yeah. and competition. It's, I'm sorry, women. This is, this is terrible, man. I'm sorry people weren't fighting hard enough for this because it's not being fought for. It, it isn't. This is such a non-issue to the people <laughs> in charge. They don't care about anything. I mean, you got fucking Hawaii burning down right now and no one seems to give a shit. You got Joe Biden on vacation. Announcing he'll go in about a week. I mean, that's some shit, right? The guy's been on vacation for a fucking year. Doesn't care about that. No one cares about women's sports. It's being ripped apart from you guys. You guys are losing everything you could have ever fought for. Things that women had to earn the right to have are just now being taken away by fucking selfish fucking dudes, you know? Bunch of fucking scumbags. How do you feel about it? Being a real woman. Dude, whatever, man. 
It's bullshit, isn't it? It's it's fucking annoying. There's nothing you can do because they're not going to change it. So, I mean, they're you know, trying to. It is what it is. They're trying to take every what. What is the hatred against women? It, the only way it would change jealous. is if all the women fucking quit. Yeah. But that's not fair to them. No, they no, worked they their whole do. life to get to the point that they're at, to earn the, their rewards or whatever. You can't like it's not fair. Just pretend they're not even fucking there when the trans people show up to compete. Just pretend they're not even there. But it's not even it's not even a point. You're not going to win. No, like let them get in the pool and do their little thing, and don't even acknowledge the fact that they're there. They can win and be waiting for all the other girls to finish. You cheer on the first girl who wins. You go. You give them the number one trophy. Right pat. Walk right past a trans person. Let them show up and have fun too. They can have fun. Just don't acknowledge the fact that they're competing against a woman. You treat them like they're not even fucking there. They're a non-entity. Yeah, they shouldn't be allowed to win. Or like, let the football team full of fucking trans dudes or whatever the fuck. Uh, like you know, uh, like like let's say like there's a softball game and you got like fucking <laughs> ten dudes on the other softball team pretending to be girls. They show up. Let them play the ball by themselves. Let the girls sit and wait for them to leave. Then they go out there and do what the fuck they got to do or wh- whatever the example would be there. You gotta just get up and fucking walk out. You've gotta do something, you know, fucking because you, you can't rely on on the lawmakers to do anything. No, they're, they're too they're busy. Not going to. They're too busy on Twitter right now. That's exactly what they're too busy fucking doing. So here you go. Here's here here's the last one here. Uh, Representative Kylie's in, in another do nothing motherfucker says San Francisco uh, crime is so out of control that employees are instructed not to drive to work. How the hell are they gonna get a paycheck? Man. They can't drive to work. How are they supposed to bring home money? Dude, this is a scary sign of the times that California <clears throat> could exist by themselves. At one point, they were saying California could exist without anybody else. They can self-sustain. That's the only state that can self-sustain forever. They've got their own economy. They say if California fell, the rest of the United States would slowly fall after, you know? That's the scary yeah. thing, is that California is intentionally poisoning themselves. I mean, you've got the worst fucking governance in the country, and them in New York are like neck and neck, 1A and 1B. And you've got homeless problems in the streets, people fucking shitting and pissing, shooting up drugs and whatnot. And then you've got these businesses shutting down. People are moving out of California and moving their businesses elsewhere. The money's not there the way it used to be. you got all the people that have money are getting the fuck out because it sucks there. And then you see a story like this where you're being told, hey, don't even come to work today, it's so bad. I mean... Companies love to have their employees in there. I was told to come to work during blizzards. Yeah. Now yeah. they're saying crime is... Can you? I mean, what we're seeing in the news is, is just a tiny glimpse because you know they won't let you see the real truth of what's going on. A tiny glimpse, and that's horrific. It's mm-hmm. got to be even worse if they're telling people to stay home. But anyway, uh, this rep Kevin Kiley uh, of California, he's a Republican. He took to social media on Sunday. To, of course. To bitch about what's going on because he's <laughs> what he's looking for is an adult to do something about it. And he's the one with the R next to his name. He's the one with the power. And he's going to Twitter to fucking talk to a fucking bitch. And so he went to social media on Sunday evening to highlight the incessant crime in San Francisco, which he said is the result of failed policies, radical politics, and going on Twitter to talk about it instead of fucking doing something. And he's forcing residents and employees to literally change how they do business in the city. So crime in San Francisco is so out of control that employees at the federal building are being told to stay home, he wrote on Twitter citing a memo that the Department of Health and Services sent to California leaders on August 4th. In the memo, HHS advises workers to maximize the use of telework for the foreseeable future because of the conditions around the 18-story building that houses various federal agencies, including the HHS and the Departments of Labor and Transportation. So if California offers a preview of where our country's headed, San Francisco offers an even starker warning. The lawmaker continued, 
This is where failed policies, radical politics, and public corruption are their most advanced stage and where residents are most rapidly fleeing. So he was basically on Twitter talking about this shit. And this is what really irritates... It irritates me that these fucking politicians are on fucking Twitter. Just thought, there should be a rule. If they can't have TikTok and they don't stop, stop, they need to get rid of this too. They should not have it on their phones. It should be removed. They need to be working and not doing this shit. That's the problem with them. I can't stand them. Yeah. What do you think? Whatever. <laughs> I, I, know, I, I know you don't care. I, I don't give a fuck. I'm glad I don't live over there. But that's the thing, though. I mean, California is the template of what's to come here. You see them doing things five years before you start seeing it in other states or whatever, you know, and trying different policies and radical shit. This is slowly going to start spreading out, man. And then unless we start having people that actually do something and not fucking tweet about it, then maybe we'll we'll have a chance if we get a leader. You know, that's the problem. We don't have any leaders. we got a bunch of fucking assholes. And you got Ron DeSantis, who I'm looking for in 2024. So, really sad topics today. So, uh, besides not having an asshole story and having a Florida man story, I would say this would be a big flop. What? As far as topics go today. So, I, I will reprimand uh, our friend Boogie about this later. Oh, my God. No, I'm just, I'm, I'm just joking. This is great. Say, was this was great. No, I, I fucking love this. This was great. And I, I liked it so much. We may try this again in the future because <laughs> it was nice. I mean, I'm a very busy man. And I don't have time to do anything. I'm so busy. I mean, there's only so many video games and hours of TV (laughs) that I can put around actually looking for things for the show. So I appreciate the the, the efforts. It was really cool. And uh, thank you. Here's a part that I... Are you ready for this part here? Yeah. I couldn't find any topics today because I had to spend all my time trying to figure out why the hell you love this segment so much. God, man. Are we ever going to let that go? I don't know. Mm, it's the last one. It's the last one. Let's fucking go, man. So let's hop on It's Wednesday. It. We still got a whole half a week to get through. It's Wednesday. I don't think you're going to make it, but I'm going to. I'm going to make it. So this person wants to know, am I the asshole for telling my sister-in-law that I shouldn't be expected to be her kid's other mother? <laughs> this can go either way. This can go either way. If the sister-in-law is by herself... And he's struggling. And she's like, listen, man, I just need some help. Yeah. Maybe you can give her a pass. If, if, if she's asking for too much help, she might be doing it without even knowing it. We'll see. My 15-year-old brother... Got, oh, wait, wait, here we go. My, I'm 15, brother, 27, got married in May 2021. I hate how they do that with these stories. She's, so this person is yeah, 15? Yeah, th- this person. So my 15 female, brother, 27 male... Got married in May 20. So this is a 15-year-old female. Her brother's 27. It's taking okay. us like the whole fucking show to figure that first sentence out. What the <laughs> fuck, man? We got married in May 2021. You picked it. Maybe we need to go back to Boogie and let and Maybe, let that... maybe. Boogie, this is a ringing <laughs> endorsement for you. So his... You know what? Step aside. And, 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 you know, me and Boogie can just do this all by ourselves. She used to be a podcaster. Uh, his wife, 25, was previously married and has a daughter, 5. When they were dating, I spent my summer babysitting for them and getting paid $20 a day. I had zero problems with this until recently. They had their son in October 2022, and ever since, I have been attached to my nephew. They also had a modular home put in the backfield, so they were closer to us. I was back in school, so I wasn't babysitting anymore. When summer rolled around again, I started working my first job and offered to babysit occasionally when I didn't have a shift and they didn't have to pay me. Eventually, I started to work only two to three days a week, and I knew my schedule. So this is going to turn into her being completely fucking used here. Well, yeah, she said that you don't have to pay me. Immediately. That was her mistake do? right there. Abuse. I mean, yeah. yeah, fuck, man. 
This, this, I, I feel so bad for this person. But she's also a 15-year-old kid, so she like the mom should have been like, no, they need to well, pay you. That's the thing about kids, man. Kids love to do the right thing for the right reasons. They like to do it because of that little feeling that you get in your head where it's like I'm doing something nice for someone, but then they get taken advantage of, and their pure hearts turn into yeah. us. You know, when they get older. So every day I was not working, they would come by the house and drop their kids off. Oh, no. See, she needs a day off. She's a kid. She needs a day off. Yeah, she's not working and you got to do it with your kids. She's got a life. I mean, fuck Yeah, me. like she needs to be able to hang out with her friends or, like, yeah. just play on her phone. Ugh. I started the voice that I wanted to be paid again if I was going to be babysitting so often. They never paid me and kept dropping their kids off. And I can hear this Where conversation. Where is the mom? I can hear this conversation in my head. They all know this is going down. Yeah. Even the mom is in on this, too. The, she's 15. Who cares? Just fucking chop them off. Just chop them off. It's okay. Yeah, no. She doesn't, she doesn't do anything. This would not fly. This would not fly in my house. No. I guarantee you this got brought up. And they ta- everybody else talked about it without including the 15-year-old girl. I am so on this 15-year-old side right now. It's like right her now. life is completely taken at 15. She's got a job Dude, and now she's got a fucking babysit 24-7. Get the fuck out of here. I hate people getting taken advantage of. I've fucking hate it and this kid is being taken advantage of and I can hear the conversation the mom and the brother are talking she'll just keep doing it yeah she already said just just fucking do it this is her schedule that is bullshit and I guarantee she would have gotten in trouble if, if, if one day she went out mm-hmm. I, oh man it's pissing me off these last few weeks I've been busy getting ready for school to start and going out of town a lot they had voice that they were mad because I wasn't there to babysit for them Last week was a week where I was able to be home after I decided to quit my job for the school year. They came in with only my nephew on Friday night and asked me to babysit while they quickly ran to her parents' home and claimed it would only take 30 minutes or less. So they can't bring their kid to see her parents? Yeah, that's weird. What the, What is happening? This, this is not, Oh, wait, we have to drop our kids off to go see her parents. No, you would think that would be the point of the visit is because you have the kids and they want to see them, right? When they came back, they never came in for my nephew, but were making it obvious they were home. They were running around the yard screaming. After about two hours of having him, it was his bedtime, and I started to take him to his house since I knew they were home. Uh, while I was walking toward the house, I started to see their truck pulling out of the house until they saw me. I gave them the baby and decided I didn't care until my mom texted me that they were going to take her daughter to the fair for a few hours without having to deal with the baby. No. I've, yeah, man. Mm-mm. I finally got the nerve to tell my sister-in-law I'm tired of being more of a mother to him than she is and that I shouldn't be expected to be at their beck and call. She hasn't spoken to me since and some people say I'm being too harsh while others say I'm completely reasonable. Well, you know what? She's not talking to you. Guess what? You're off the hook. Yeah. You weren't being paid anyways. That was the best tell-off Like, ever. at least at 15, you got a backbone. Yeah. I sure as fuck didn't. Unbelievable. I still don't. So, like, good good for her. This kid's got a bright future ahead of her, man. At 15 years old, being able Fucking to tell working. someone. No. And, knowing your self-worth, yeah. knowing how important your time is at 15 is a valuable lesson. And this kid knows it already. I'm completely being taken advantage of. I, I am completely no. on this kid's side. She knew it. She recognized it. And she put a stop to it. That is, that, and that is, she probably got great parents. Except for the well, mom. Well, she probably got grounded. Yeah, I'm, I'm convinced the mom was in on it. Can't you just keep watching? I also wanted to mention that they always say it won't take long, and it either ends up being a situation where he falls asleep for the night and stays with me, or it takes multiple hours, and they oh, always claim that they no. just end up talking and forgot. Mm-mm. My niece switches off with her dad every week, and whenever she is back, it seems like they dump her off to anyone that they can so they don't have to take care of her. Am I the asshole? Nope. Not at all. No. Not, no. There is no planet that this person's ever an asshole nope. for this. No way. 
Mm-mm. That was the easiest one ever, man. I don't like people being taken advantage of. That's complete bullshit. Especially a kid who just wants to do the right thing and help you out. Anyone helping you out, you're taking advantage of them. You're biting the hand that feeds, and it's just it's just a terrible fucking character flaw that so many people have in life nowadays. Yeah, no. Can't do something That's nice for anybody. Up. Fuck these people, That's man. That's fucked up. The, the brother's not helping. The yeah. mother's not helping. The dad's not helping. Like, what the fuck? This poor kid. Fucking losers, she, man. She needs a life. She's a teenager. Let her... Like, you're lucky that that 15-year-old's getting the fuck out of bed. Exactly. So, <laughs> yeah. I'm so, I'm, I'm so impressed with this kid. It's not even funny. Like, just the way that... You know, you're being... This Shit. is a valuable... Life. I'm glad this happened to this kid. It's a valuable <laughs> life lesson because this could this this could happen and some people just say yes for everything. They take yeah. shit all their lives. They, they go to work. You, you, you see your entire crew is partying and you're the only one working. You're like, wait, why the fuck am I the only one working? You better get the fuck over and help me, you know? And then people got to come out and help. You got to stand up for yourself in life, man. And this is a great thing. This kid stood up for herself. So definitely not the asshole. No. I'm very impressed with this child. Very good kid. That was an easy one, right? Yeah. Uh, that was my favorite podcast of all time. Because you didn't do shit. I didn't do shit. And I hope I don't have to hint, hint, do anything ever again. So <laughs> there you go. What do you got planned for the next couple of days? Nothing. Yeah? Nothing. Absolutely fucking nothing. Don't you have anything to watch? Anything coming up? Uh, Sopranos, maybe? Um, No. No? Nothing. What about that Grimm? You were supposed to watch Grimm and there's another show you were looking at. I'm just not in the mood. Like, let me watch something fun. Yeah. Makes sense. Severance is fun. That's not fun. Great show, That shit put me to sleep. It's boring as fuck. Mm Mm-mm. One of the greatest shows yeah. starts. My podcast thinks so too, and like, oh. and they they pick out good shows, and I'm just like, no, I can't. It's because of me. It's because of me. You didn't like that Jennifer Lawrence movie that was amazing because of me. No, you know, there was there was some. Yeah, no, you pick out things, and I'm like, oh, the um. There you go. I'm trying to go back in the archives here. No, very recently, <laughs> Lexi. Jexy. Jexy. Yeah. Like, you, there are things that you yeah. do, and, and I really, really like them. It was just, it's not, well, the Jennifer Lawrence one was just too, too, it was for too much for me. Yeah, the, uh, the you know how I am. Like, that was just too in your face. Like, okay, bitch. Mm-hmm. Like, calm down. Yeah. And then, what, what, yeah, I don't know. What did so, so, so you're just going to play it by ear the next couple of days? Yeah, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. You may not make it, though. You already claimed earlier on that you may not make it the Friday. I will. I'm definitely going to make it to the weekend, and, uh. Yeah, man, some good times are ahead. So only got a week left of work, and I got a nice long vacation, and it's right back to the grind, man. So I am looking forward to it, and I think I'll be uh, trying to finish up Ray Donovan. That's the goal is to get that show off the list because I, I do start getting antsy. Yeah. Unless it's a special show like Vampire Diaries, I did not get antsy once. I, I was kind of sad when the show ended. Uh, Supernatural, very. I'm still sad about that one being gone because I burned through that one too quick. I loved it so much, I just burned through it too fast, and. Well, because you couldn't stand having all those episodes. <laughs> yeah, I know. It, it, a lot of it's my anxiety. It's it's like, oh my god, I'm going to miss out because I keep thinking I'm going to die. So I'm, I I, I want to consume oh everything as quick as possible. Idiot. But yeah, that, that's what the goal is: get rid of Ray Donovan and start something else. So that's it. Well, you can find us at Voice of Misery on all platforms and Voice of Misery Podcast at gmail.com.